on today's podcast, we are going to help some people get their heads on straight because that's what we do. We're going to tell you why our heads aren't on straight, but how they're going to be. <laughs> and we're going to talk about YouTube and uh, boobies. It's our bella life, ay, doing what we like, uh, talking sex and giving plenty dating advice. Yeah, yeah. Tell your friends if they wanna tune in tonight. This is our bella life, ay, our bella life. Woo. What is going on, everybody? Hope you're having a fantastic. Uh, what day is it today? If you are one of our patrons, it's Thursday, December thirteenth, and you're watching this early because, well. You're amazing. You're one of our $1 <laughs> supporters or more. If you're just watching this on YouTube, you could have been watching it earlier if you're one of our Patreon people. Now, what is Patreon? Well, that's today's sponsor. <laughs> today's sponsor. Today's sponsor is uh, patreon.com forward slash pricey. Look up above where you two can get your very own Brycey stuff. We've got uh, <laughs> lots of things on Patreon, something for everybody. We have the $1 tier where there's a lot of um, advanced things and things we can't really put on YouTube or anything like that because maybe they're a little outside of what's allowed, shall mm -hmm. we say? Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, we have uh, full photo sets that uh, my wife and I shoot. If you are new to us, we are... What? Adult creators. We're adult creators, wink. <laughs> you know what that means. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we put a lot of that cool stuff in Patreon, as well as our professional website. We won't mention our pro website because, you know, we don't know who's watching. You might be kids. You might have kids. Your kids might hear it and be in their bedroom on their phone going, what yeah, the fuck? No. So, yeah, we won't say about that. But anyways. <laughs> uh, Patreon.com slash Bracey is where you want to be is yeah, basically it's, what's it's, up. Uh, pretty cool. <laughs> So let's see. We've got a lot going on. It feels like we just podcast because we did oh my a little God. while ago. It feels like all week has been like, is it Friday yet? Like Tuesday. Remember I said to you, we, it's Friday. It's the weekend's right. No. Nope. We got into it's a pattern. Tuesday. We got into a pattern <laughs> and uh, I don't know if we were in robot mode or what, but quite honestly, we went too hard for too long and we burnt ourselves out. Welcome to being self-employed. Welcome to life. Probably. And because of that, we fell off our podcast schedule. We fell off our YouTube schedule. We fell off, fell off our everything schedule. So, first things first, what is new? <laughs> Tell well, me. Aside me. from what I just told you. What's well, what's new? what's new with you? What's new with me? You know, I was just thinking the other day that winter is so boring. <laughs> and I was wondering <sighs> if it's this boring everywhere in the world because, like, it gets so cold here. Our house becomes like a little jail cell. We do not leave yeah. the house. <laughs> it gets cold and, in like, Canada. We don't even work outside of the house, so we like. There's a lot. I know. I know. There's a, a lot of you <laughs> listening that just made the assumption that we're Americans, but uh, we're North Americans. We live up in Canada, in Western Canada, but I don't know, half hour, forty-five minutes from the border, so it's not super, super cold here. It actually gets colder in Minnesota, Chicago, Dakota. Wyoming like so a lot of the states though. is a lot colder than here but like right now it is uh what's the temperature three degrees celsius which I think is like about 24 fahrenheit something like that so yeah yeah ball's cold but it's almost christmas and there's no snow and that's, that's true awesome it's uh december 13th like I said and we have zero snow oh, so, so nice. you know I don't know if you can say that where you live unless you're in mexico and then yeah, <laughs> we're jealous. We'll be there someday. We'll be there someday. So I often say that we're going to move down there someday, and I just get like this, mm-hmm, look from you. I want to move to Mexico, but like, we're, all right. The media <sighs> in Canada makes Mexico out to be a very scary, dangerous place. Always oh, your drug shows and people getting <laughs> killed and thrown in cars and, oh, you're a gringo, you're screwed, you know, because like, I'd fit right in. I am... <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm whiter than white. Like you wouldn't I'm almost, be for long. You'd be red. No, I'd, I'd have a tan, I suppose. But still, I have red hair. We're mm-hmm. in Mexico once. We're walking through the mall. And like I'm walking through a mall in downtown Cancun. Okay, now, if you're a tourist and you go to Cancun, they say, stay to Hotel Zona. That's the tourist area. Yeah, Don't go like off to the malls. Mall. But for whatever reason, we decided to... I want to see the real Cancun. So we're like staying in downtown Cancun and there's a shopping mall there. And I walked from our hotel to the mall. B was having a nap and I walk over there and like, I can see people looking at me like, what the fuck? Because I'm, <laughs> I'm larger than most Mexicans as far as like 200 pounds, six feet. I'm taller. And then I don't speak any Spanish outside of like, yeah, like maybe 10 words sort of thing. So it's pretty funny. But walking through the mall, it's like all these little people but then i pass these uh, that wasn't meant to be derogatory just mexican people are typically shorter than north american people i don't know why not all not all what i fit in great you fit in great well you also are tan you can go in the sun for five minutes and you look spanish so it's you know i'm not i am that dark though from yeah so anyways we're walking and we pass a baby or i'm walking and i pass a baby with red hair actually you were with me this day yeah okay so we're walking and we pass a baby with red hair and the kid looked at me like daddy because like nobody has fucking red hair down there i've never seen a mexican person with red hair yeah like i mean my hair is sort of auburn but i mean it is you know redder so Mm -hmm. whatever but anyways someday mexico perhaps uh so what are what else what else are we excited about well here's one thing we're excited about now i don't want you to get ahead of yourself watching this at home if you know we're gonna start youtubing like bananas like a lot like we have a number in our head of what we want to do. We don't know if we'll be able to do it. And we don't want to put it on the table no. because then it's public. <laughs> and then you're like going to call us on that shit. But uh, we're going to be YouTubing a lot. A lot, a lot. And what we're going to do, we're not going to YouTube on, on the weekends. Fuck weekends. Those are our days. We're still trying to practice that balance thing. Still in life. trying to do the balance thing. You know, but we're going to be making our YouTube a lot more personal. And um, so I think we're going to find balance in that. You know, like it's going to be... We're YouTubing, like, just for fun. Like, we always have, but there's been a certain level of, you know, I need to have makeup on and I need to have, you know. Yeah, like, we're going to try and, I don't know, man. We just, we get a lot of people saying, oh, you guys are so down to earth. And we appreciate that when we hear that. But at the same time, we're like, well, how, how are we supposed to, like, we're just being us. I assume you're like us and, you know, just normal, down to earth, everyday people. You haven't met a lot of people, have you? Well, I guess not. <laughs> like, if I met somebody and they're all uppity, I, I'd be like, well, that's pretty lame. But anyways, so one of the days, we don't know what our formula or format's going to be just yet. We're aiming to have one of the days as a try-on day where my lovely wife or me will try on some clothing or lingerie or what have you. Um, one of the days will probably be a tech review type thing uh, where I basically talk about a lot of tech crap that I have here. You ladies are like that. <laughs> uh, the other three days of a week, we we truly don't know. So you have some ideas, drop it down below, let us know. Mm-hmm. Yes, I am going to be a staple in a great deal of these videos. If you are watching our YouTube videos because you like to, you know. I then, don't think those uh, people are watching our podcast. podcast. I would assume so, but or I'd assume not. Just, just put it this way. We're all here trying to have fun, right? I don't get paid to take crap from you. Neither does my <laughs> wife. So if you're going to be all you know, brah, in the comments and throw attitude, we're just going to ban you. We don't want it. So don't be a dick and we won't need to be a dick in return. 
So there's that. But anyways, uh, so yeah, we're excited about doing lots of YouTubing and um, really sort of letting you guys more into our existence. Mm-hmm. Are very cold, staying in the house all day, and yeah, kind of It'll be it'll be fun. Don't worry. One of our one of our talk, uh, talk topics is what's driving us nuts, and it's pretty much just winter, you know, mm, just yeah. that that. Entire. I have another what I'm excited for thing. Though. Oh, what are you what are you excited for? I'm excited. I'm excited now, today. <laughs> I wasn't excited from when you brought the idea up to when we booked to up until today. Honestly, I was very dun, dun, dun. <laughs> apprehensive. Um, I'm very, I'm excited now about our trip to Vegas. We're going to Vegas in January for the Adult Entertainment Expo. The AVNs. Well, mm. yeah. See this award right here? We won an award one um, year. Because. We're not going to have like, what the, what the AE is, it's an expo. It's like a trade show kind of thing. You know how you go to a trade show and there's booths set up and everything? Um, instead of having like <laughs> fudge or <laughs> tools it's well they have other um, types of tools yeah that's true wink it's um you can go and you can meet um people that work in adult we're not going to have a booth yeah um booths are really expensive for us personally like we can't justify it no like, booths aren't expensive if you're some monster company it's plus part you of have to be at them for like, you had to be there so for the entire hours. like eight hours so if we had a bella booth as an example it would cost us around five grand for three days to have this table in a spot and mm-hmm. then we'd have to get all the girls to Vegas so they could meet the fans. And most of these girls, that wasn't in their day plan. That wasn't in their budget. So we got to basically pay for that too. So now we're buying plane tickets for everybody, paying for their hotel rooms. After all said Ooh. and done, we're probably out dollars $30,000. So we're going to have to try and make that back. And I'm pretty sure we're not going to meet that many people that are going to sign up right away. Like You follow yeah. what I'm saying? Like it's... It's but what we're planning us. on doing when we're in Vegas, as always, is um, shooting for our website and Patreon. So I'm excited about that. But <laughs> I'm excited about that too. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> um, oh, by the way, we're shooting with a new camera. We'll get into that when I'm done. Um, okay. But <laughs> I emailed. Um, there's a restaurant that we love there. I'm starting to feel like a regular at Hard Rock at this point. Dude, Vegas is our home away from home. We <laughs> yeah. always stay at Hard Rock when we go to Vegas. It's it's our jam. It's yeah. what we do. So anyways, um, but I have been recently diagnosed with celiac disease, which makes it very difficult for eating gluten-free. And like a lot of people think that's just, oh, just don't eat bread. Just don't eat pasta. I did. I, I didn't know what celiac was. I just thought like people that were talking about gluten were just being picky. Yeah. I had no idea it was as serious as it is. But... It's honestly the biggest hang up for me has been spices and sauces um, because you don't know what's in it. And gluten is actually in a lot of things in North America. I heard that it's not in Europe. They don't use thickener yeah. often. No, and that makes sense. I which mean, is really cool. Yeah. But so I was really nervous about that. And then it's not just the spices and sauces. It's the cross-contamination. It's the if you're making... My food in the same, like, for example, if you deep fry fries in the same stuff that you just deep fried um, chicken strips in, which are breaded, that's cross-contamination and I'll get sick. Yeah, because the flour from the breading from the chicken gets onto the fries, even though it's like a really small amount. All that's needed is how many parts per million? 20 or more than 20. Yeah, like here's an example. And like A a piece of toast. You remember what it was? Like, I can't remember. It was, I can't remember. Like, it was something ridiculous. Like huge, like a over piece a million of, or something. A piece of toast know. has like two or three million parts per million of gluten, okay? A, and she needs 20 
parts per million. So a crumb from a piece of toast is can, way can more than make 20. her body lose it. Yeah. And it's not just like me getting really, really sick. It also raises my chances of getting other autoimmune diseases like diabetes <laughs> or osteoporosis and 75, it's, it's 77 the, times more likely to get cancer. It's, so It's the gift that keeps on giving, it's, basically. It's just, as you can tell, it's um, become a big deal for us. It's been... Rightfully so. It's been like overruling my life. Anyways, so I was really nervous about going um, to Vegas because we have just... We've been trying to find restaurants that are celiac friendly, and we just tried one, um, and we tried it three times. And they like we checked the sauce, we checked everything. The they're one we tried isn't in Vegas; it's local no, to us. They're cooking utensils, everything, and I got sick all three times, so it yeah. sucks. So I was really worried, but I got the most amazing email from the chef at our favorite restaurant. Uh, it's Mr. Lucky's in the Hard Rock Hotel, and he was like. He knew all about it. Like, I just asked, are you guys aware of celiac disease? Is there cross-contamination? He went into Is it. Is there deep. a dedicated kitchen or anything like that? And he went into it. He, like, he schooled me on, like, oh, it's awesome. I was so happy. Yeah, which is good because, like, if you're going on holidays and you're sensitive, if you've got an allergy or you have celiacs or something, you don't have fun. Your brain doesn't want to be, like, 24-7. Am I going to get sick? Is this the one item that's going to screw my whole holiday? And we're going yeah. down there for like three, four days to meet fans, see other Bellas that are going to be there, like Alexis Monroe and Kelly Carter will be there. And then we're also going to be talking with other girls that may want to come to Bella. We're pretty much we're going for work, but also for pleasure, right? Yeah. So, So I'm very excited that I will get to meet you guys in the Adult Entertainment Expo on the floor. But, but also we can go, we're thinking about like sitting down with patrons or something, having a beer or something <laughs> like that. You keep saying that. You keep saying we're thinking about it. And I'm like... But are we? Well, I'm game. No, I think it. I think it'd be. Bit. Well, no. It's just my job is to keep you safe at all times, and I know that 99.9 percent .9 of people are awesome and they're friendly and they're great. But unfortunately, there's that one, and that fucker. Excuse me. That guy, maybe is a little too intense. And unfortunately, we've had stalkers before, right? <clears throat> so you you just never know when you go to meet somebody. You don't know if they're <laughs> there. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so. If uh, you're part of our Patreon, we're hoping that you're normal, and we'll uh, <laughs> we'll leave a note as to where we'll be in Vegas, where and what time, and then odd as it sounds, if you're in Las Vegas, show up at the Hard Rock, go to the restaurant we tell you at the time we tell you, and we'll do a little meetup, and we'll you can meet out. us, you can hang out with us, we'll have a beer, we'll talk, so much fun. I'll uh, braid your hair, man, like we're pretty <laughs> cool people in person, we're not really, but. You know, it'll be fun. Uh, it'll be fun. So, anyways, let's see. Getting on to stuff. Yes, I'm. I'm actually crazy excited about Vegas. I, really? I love Vegas. I get to get shoes. This is news. I get to get shoes. Yeah. Shiz. We love going shoe shopping. Canada's so <laughs> in Vegas. bland. My, yeah, my like, dudes. <laughs> it's so bad. Shoe shopping here is like, do you want black or white? Or How about gray? gray? Would you like oh, gray? Do you want some flavor? Then you get red. Yeah. That's it. It's pretty pretty funny. Anyways, okay, so one of the things we're going to do today... Oh, before we get into the questions, let's talk about a tiny smidgen of tech. In the past, we were using a Canon EOS R, which is Canon's first mirrorless camera. It's a 30-megapixel camera. For our... The last two or three podcasts we've recorded have been with that. And we've been happy with it. It's been sharp. It's been crisp. It's been great. But the problem is, I don't want to have just a camera for 
podcast. We want an all-in-one that we can go everywhere with. The camera that we've been using for photos forever has been a Sony A7R Mark III. And I had told myself, you know, Canon's got better focus. Maybe it's time. Sony's a far better camera for taking photos. But maybe it's time to put all my eggs in one basket and just sell all my Sony gear and go over to Canon. Well, because we shot with Tara and the skin profile was amazing. Yeah, because we like Canon. (laughs) You can't dog on Canons. They're just great cameras. They make everything great. But the problem is the ESR is an entry-level mirrorless. It's not a pro-level mirrorless. And I'm a pro. <laughs> Bro. So no, I, I like I, I have certain needs and they need to be met. So, anyways, today's podcast is being recorded on the Sony A7R Mark III with a 24 to 70 GM master lens in manual focus mode. So it's not doing the zing 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 zing. So some things may seem sharp, some things may seem not as sharp, but let us down below. Let us know down below uh what you think of the footage, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like is it crispy? Do you like it? Uh, what yeah. didn't you like? You know, all if that sort of stuff. If you're new to our podcast somehow, and this is the first one you're listening to, um, we are also recording our podcasts on YouTube.com slash Our Bella Life. Yes. <laughs> and it's about to get a lot yeah. more busy. Uh, so, okay, so that's what's going on with tech. Now, let's get to the words on my phone. Let's get to the meat. We had some Q&As that were not touched on before. Question and answers. People ask womp, us things. Womp. And we just simply only have so much time in a podcast uh, before my wife has to pee. <laughs> Let's call it what it is. Uh, so, and you know, we don't want to like have three hour podcasts or some shit. So anyways, here's a question that has been asked twice and we keep missing it. Sorry. Because we're complete chodes. Uh, Not me. Reggie. How's it going, buddy? Yeah, it's your turn. <laughs> uh, Reggie asked us something before and we, we answered and then he asked us something else and we you know, kept missing it. So anyways, here's Reggie's letter to us. Hi, guys. I'm assuming life happened as it does. My question a few casts ago has been forgotten. That's cool. Still interested in hearing both your opinions on scheduled sex slash date nights. Oh, yeah. The dry spell continues here, going on close to three months. There are, there's no more talk of scheduling anything, and date night continues to happen in name only. Pretty much just as eating too much takeaway and watching trash on TV before going to bed, another uneventful evening of nothing but a decent night's sleep. At this point, I'm also to blame for the lack of sex. As in the past, it was a point of caring. It's become the norm. I have felt my interest dwindle and sought the usual, usual physical checks from you know the doctor, iron, testosterone, you know, just checking out if I'm okay and everything there according to my doc is a okay. The explanation that I've been given on the subject is that a level of physical intimacy for this long has my sex drive, has, has my sex drive diminished, uh, to match it. So, you know, there's that. I'm not sure where you found them, but, uh, to make an excuse, dick pup and cock bumper tease, I'm all for it. Maybe a trucker cap. What? Okay. What he's talking about there, <laughs> I will say things sometimes in podcasts because I'm an idiot. You have verbal diarrhea sometimes. And sometimes they're funny. Well, to me (laughs) and Reggie. To Reggie and I, we are like clone (laughs) spirits from another somewhere or another. And uh, yeah, it just works, right? Brother from another mother, I guess. So um, yeah, one of them was Dick Puppet. We were talking about how there was a guy that wrote in and he was talking about how his dick wasn't big enough. He was trying to satisfy. So we're like, you can get these dildos that you put over your dick and you like strap them on the back and it's like you have a big schlong and B was explaining <laughs> this and all i could think is so it's a dick puppet basically dick puppet i'm gonna get a shirt oh that says God. dick puppet you'd be surprised how many people want that shirt what 
And no, I'm not even making that shit up. So I'm going to do it. Oh, my God. All right. But in addition, there was also cock bumpers. Now, the, co- yeah. <laughs> the cock bumper was basically something you can put on your dick. If your dick is too big and you're, like, just obliterating your lady's... Cervix. Cervix. I was going to say hoo-hoo. It's a technical term. <laughs> so you put on this cock bumper and your dick can't go in as far, right? Because the bumper stops it. And um, yeah, so apparently some new merch is coming. Apparently. Uh, but anyways, getting to Reggie's question here. Now, what are our opinions on scheduling sex and date nights? First, a little story time. Uh, <laughs> as you know, we work an adult. And in 2013, we started filming hardcore for our professional website i say professional because it's not patreon it is a dot com we'll leave it there you know how to find it it's not that hard you can figure it out my name <laughs> my name <laughs> dot com anyways uh so you can someone is at home going jd.com oh that's not it no it's not it uh so anyways because of that because of shooting all the time and working all the time our personal sex life literally went out the window it was a continual no because to create a decent uh, cum shot, you need like two or three days in between. Now I know there's one of you watching this going, not me, bro. That's because you're 18 or 20 and I'm 42. So uh, talk to me in 20 years and let me know how you, you know, <laughs> don't actually, don't look me up in 20 years to tell me how you're shooting. That would be just strange. I'd be interested. <laughs> Hit us up. Let's do this. All right. There you go. You got the invite. <laughs> uh, maybe we're still on YouTube. Who knows? What? What's your name? What? Anyways, that. well, I'll be that old by then. Uh, so, so of course, our personal took a took a detour. It just didn't exist anymore. So we told ourselves maybe we'll start doing date night, and then we can work that out. And we would start doing date night, but unfortunately, this is before we knew the Bryciac celiac disease. Is it celiac disease or celiacs? Who fucking cares? <laughs> Before she, before we knew about the who fucking cares disease, we're not supposed to swear anymore. Remember? Yeah. We're trying to. We're, we're, we yeah. can't monetize these videos. We're not going to monetize our podcast. <laughs> but, anyways, um, getting back to it, we would go out for day night and we would eat horrendously bad food, restaurant food, etc. And then we'd come home and we'd mm, pasta. We'd yeah, we'd we'd have pasta. We'd come home <laughs> and we'd have like Dairy Queen or chips or some bullshit while we're watching a show. And what does that do? Well, as you just pointed out, my bro, it screws you because mm-hmm. you feel bloated, you feel gross, you feel disgusting. And trust me, your lady does too. Odds are, if we're going with the typical male female body set, your lady is probably smaller than you are. It doesn't take as much for her to get wrecked <laughs> as it does for you. Um, my wife would tap out like. An hour into date night, like, mm, tonight ain't going to go down because she's just not feeling good. And whatever happens to her happens to me. So an hour later, my body would be like that too. So the biggest thing I can tell you to get back on track would be to, and I, I know it's not fun, man, but you got to prioritize yeah, your personal. Uh, it's just a matter of choosing the fun. Do you want the fun food or do you want the fun sex? Yeah, and the, the fun food isn't really that fun. Like, I know you're like, no, nah, it is pasta. It's really good. But then you feel gross later, right? So now that we know about the gluten thing and we're eating cleaner, we feel better, Mm -hmm. which means we have more options for date night. And date night doesn't have to be a set time because now we're able anytime. We don't Mm -hmm. feel so bad. Um, Date nights become for us a lot of cooking at home, which is actually a lot more like romantic. It's also a lot more affordable too. Always cooking at home and then you just want to break. I totally get it. But sometimes cooking at home with your partner, put on some music, have a glass of wine. It's a lot of fun. And it's, it starts that mojo. 
Yeah, and it's not that we eat out all the time. We were because we're workaholics, so we'd be in front of our computer doing stuff till six, seven, eight at night. And if you've been going all day, you've been working like literally nine, ten in the morning, and now it's seven or eight at night. Your your brain is dead from all the decisions and junk you made online. You don't want to cook, so you order out mm-hmm. or whatever, and that gets ridiculously expensive. That adds up quick. Um, so, what is my? What's your opinion on scheduling? I think it is amazing. I think it's one of those parts of life that nobody wants to acknowledge or talk about because it's almost like acknowledging something's not like in the movies. It's not, oh my God, I'm just having sex all the time because it's amazing and it's totally possible. No, this is real life. And everybody goes through it. We schedule sex. And sometimes scheduled sex doesn't happen. Yeah, It's, it's It's not just about scheduling sex. You have to be, you know open to like if you have a stomach ache or if you had a bad day or something like that maybe just schedule intimacy you know maybe it yeah you know if you're not feeling up to it then it can be a massage or yeah because like whatever like what you said here about how um where is it because it sounds like you're lacking a little bit in the intimacy department as well which is just a part of long-term relationships it's not that you don't love the other person um as much as you used to it's easy to just you know Fall into your bad patterns. It's in your life all the time. So you start, you know, taking it for granted almost. Yep. And where you're saying about how you're sort of past the point of caring, what we look at, okay, there's two ways to look at date night. Obviously, it's it's really strange. Everybody feels pressure differently, of course, males, females, etc. Guys, let's be honest, we are definitely a little bit more sexual verbally and mentally in regards to like, it doesn't take much to get us going women. You can't say to a lady something sexual and it's just, Oh, she's ready. Like you got to, it's the long game. It's the teasing. It's this flirting. It's the, did you do the dishes or did you do something? So she sees you're acknowledging that this house is important to her, to you as well. It's not all her job because it, you shouldn't have roles like that. It shouldn't be jobs. Like it, you guys should be equal. That kind of a that's just my opinion on that one. Um, but we say you're past the point of caring. Date night doesn't have to equal sex. For me personally, date night should be intimacy. Mm-hmm. If intimacy develops into sex, fantastic. If it doesn't, fantastic. Yeah, and taking it's okay that pressure off both of you is just a big being thing too. It just helps. being with B. Like if we're watching a movie and we cuddle up really close, and we don't do that every single night, but when we do, it's intimate. I might lay on her lap, and she's like stroking my hair or something because I have amazing golden locks. <laughs> <laughs> just joking. anyways, um, and that's great. That's intimate, you know, mm-hmm. and you still feel closer. So then you start to build that back because, of course, over time. You do lose some of that pattern that what you did to impress them or what you did to get them interested in you in the first time because you're busy with life. You're busy with, you know, Mm -hmm. well, life, I guess. But that's no excuse. The person that you're with should be paramount in all things. Yeah. Even if you have kids. I know you love your kids, but your wife's got to come before your kids. I know that might seem crazy, but, you know, and, and not necessarily easy. But I got to believe there's, a, it, there's a plan. It's worth it. Yeah. So it's hopefully It's just like that if helps. you want a better body, you have to start working out. You have to prioritize yeah. it over, you know, a lot of different things. And then you get what you're going for. Um, if it's a stress thing, you know, if like either of you are stressed or tired or something like that, a date yeah. night idea would be like cooking at home and or maybe you're cooking for her and she's sitting at the island with you while you cook having a glass of wine and after the meal you clean up and trust me that's a turn on (laughs) especially if she's stressed over time or workload or something like that or 
if you guys are stressed, go for uh, like we used to go play pool. And it yeah. was awesome because I'm terrible and we would drink and it would just be a lot of fun and we would laugh and we would completely forget about the day and anything that's troubling us. And it was just so nice to unwind. Yeah, getting out of your normal schedule. And when you, as I'm speaking as a woman, I'm not sure if it really matters for you guys, but getting out of your brain is like the first step in having well, sex as a possibility. For sure. But I mean, <laughs> it comes down to the person there. You know that myself personally, there have been times where I'm so engorged in work in my brain i i can be watching a movie with you and you'll ask me something and i won't respond and you'll have to tap my leg and i'm like oh i'm sorry even though i'm sitting in front of the tv watching this movie i'm not there my brain is in computer i'm coding i'm trying to Mm -hmm. figure something out and yeah that can be a pain so if you can do anything to step outside of that and help your lady step outside of her things because even though you may not understand her pressures and what she's dealing with on a day-to-day trust me they're there and it doesn't have to make sense to you for them to be real. Like they're real to her. So you got to try and help and vice her versa. step out of it. Well, exactly, exactly. Um, so hopefully that helps, Reggie. Sorry we didn't get to it uh, last time or the time before that. But <laughs> yes, schedule sex. Hopefully, hopefully we or gave you schedule more. Schedule intimacy. Okay, um, so. Or you, mm-hmm. sorry. It's okay, it's all good. <laughs> um, or you can try having sex not on a date night. You can have it like, you can schedule like a Sunday afternoon massage. Yeah. That leads into sex or whatever. Like, yeah. if eating is a bad thing, then do it be like, have sex before you eat when you're not hungry. It's, it's crazy. Like, I myself don't have celiacs, but when I don't have any level of gluten, as in I cut out bread, I cut out pasta, I cut out uh, dairy, even though dairy has nothing to do with gluten. After two or three days, my body runs a million times better. I feel better about myself. I'm not bloated. I feel uh, leaner, I guess. And, mm-hmm. you know, guy to guy, that, that matters. Like if you feel if you feel tubby, you don't feel attractive. Let's be honest. If you feel leaner, you feel like, yeah, you're getting that little bit of confidence back. And it helps bring back that swagger that she is probably missing, honestly. Because mm-hmm. she fell in love with a guy with game. If all of a sudden you're not bringing in a game... So I don't know if that helps, man. Hopefully it does. Uh, Moving along, we had somebody else uh, ask us something. I cannot think of how to say the name. So it is... uh, Yeah, I don't know. H. Osicle, a longtime fan. Me and my boyfriend, I won't say his name just in case uh, you know who it is, uh, Reed, uh, are together a long time. We've talked about getting into this stuff, which I'm uh, really into, but he has an image problem. I was wondering how to help him with this or if we could just help him with this or just making him or what we can do to make him feel better. Uh, When she's talking about getting into this, I think she's talking about adult. Doing okay. what we do, like um, basically having a website or having a profile on Pornhub or selling clips in a clip store. Like there's there's so many different ways to do this industry. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I would not suggest webcamming <clears throat> if he's got image issues. Yeah. As as a guy, um, I it's weird, you know, like we always see you always hear people about how they're comparing themselves to others. They get on Instagram and you feel bad about yourself because your life isn't as glamorous as that person's life. And it's not just Instagram, it's YouTube, it's everywhere. But one of the biggest things that is so easy for us to forget, and we ourselves forget this, even though we do this, is that you're not seeing that person's real life. You're seeing what they want to show you. Mm -hmm. You're seeing their greatest hits. You're seeing the, oh, look at how clean my office is. This is my normal office. No, this isn't (laughs) my normal office. My office is a hell pit. But for that one photo, I cleaned up. 
And that's, that's sort of how it goes. So a lot of people look at other people online and they're like, I don't look like that. I could never do this. Well, you got to ask yourself what your, what your end goal is. Like when you say you're really into this, but your guy has image problems. Okay. Well, why does he need to do it with you? Yeah. Maybe it can, he be, can just be, maybe he camera. can just be the cameraman. Like if you're talking about filming together, like a hardcore couple, we have news for you. Yeah. No one wants to see the guy anyway. That's right. I mean, you can film everything POV, which yep. is the guy holding the camera. POV is point of view, point of view. The first person point of view. So really the only part that the camera is seeing is his appendage <laughs> and maybe his toes. Yeah. So, I mean, it does actually work. Or you can put it on work. a tripod or you tripod it side. And, you know, crop and, it in so yeah. you're not seeing. And then he doesn't have the image issues. It's, it's not really there a thing. There are even like popular sites. I'm not going to, I'm not going to mention them. There are even popular websites out there where the cameraman slash main actor stays completely clothed and just undoes his zipper. Yep. Thomas. And it's like, it does really well. Yeah. And I, I know there's a lot of things like when you're saying he has image problems, one of them could be peen, right? Maybe he's just got a normal dick. He doesn't have a porn dick. Guess what? So do I. I don't have a porn dick. I've just got a normal the dick. The website that I just mentioned. Nobody same cares. Thing. Um, there are always going to be guys out there that are into the pro porn style. And they're like, oh, she deserves to be with a guy with a bigger. These dudes have probably never actually been with a woman before. Uh, sorry my dudes um because if they had like there are some women that are really into huge <laughs> appendages um but the majority they just want to have fun man and you may even hurt them like i've seen guys with really really big dicks have stories about how you know no nah, man i can't date many girls because they can't handle it mm -hmm. i mean yeah it looks great in professional porn when you're watching somebody with this huge, huge porn dick, that's that's one of the selling points, sort of like, you know, big boobs or something. But it's not real. You mm -hmm. know, like most people aren't hung like Johnny Sins or Kieran Lee or anything like that. If I was hung like Johnny Sins, would I be happier? As a guy, sure. I'd probably be like, yeah, I got a big dick. We but my wife would be like, cock bumpers. I was going to say, we'd we need have three many cock bumpers. <laughs> cock bumpers brought to you by Arbella Life. <laughs> We're going to start manufacturing these puppies for you guys. Oh, my goodness. Just say OBL all the way around. OBL, OBL, OBL. <laughs> What's that? It's my OBL. Oh, God. Okay. So, um, <clears throat> I don't know, man. We but get in our head and we overthink. We all do it. That's the thing that you have to remember. Like, if you ever do get into it all, you have to remember that it's great getting great comments, but there's always going to be people asking mm. for more. Oh, always, yeah. always, always. And that does not mean that what you're doing is not good enough. It's just it, they want more. And that doesn't yeah. mean that you should do that. You you get so everybody. Everyone's an expert. The biggest thing, the biggest piece of advice, if you guys are going to do anything in adult, if anybody is going to ever do anything in adult, is to do exactly what you want and nothing else. Yeah. Don't let anybody pressure you. It will damage you psychologically. It'll burn you out. And, you know, the point of getting into any business is longevity and growing your brand and your business. And if, yeah, so like why, why would you want, why would you do it in the first place? Right. Either you're a total exhibitionist and you get off on the idea of people watching you sex, um, which I believe we all have that to a very small degree and some more so than others, or the biggest reason that everyone gets into adult money because we all think, oh, that's easy money. If I, if I do this, I'll be rich. Everyone in porn is rich. It's not huge misconception. <laughs> Porn is just like every single job. 
if you don't bust your butt, you don't make anything. You got to work at it day after day after day, and mm -hmm. it will take, unfortunately, a long time to pay off. I, I know of some girls that didn't start really making decent money until they've been in two, three years. I know some that are in four or five years and still not doing 100%. And then I see others a year in and they're killing it. What's the difference? Work ethic, usually. How much they're actually putting out content. Is the content clear? Is it good? Was it shot with a potato camera, et cetera? I like potato cameras. Potato camera. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's it's, it's tough, man. But what you've got to remember is that if you do anything because somebody else told you to do it, you're eventually going to hate it. Yeah. And then you start hating your social media because you'll see people going, oh, why aren't you doing this anymore? Maybe it's something you didn't like in the first place. My, the biggest thing, like we've heard advice from everybody. We've had professionals tell us that we have to do a certain thing or we will never make it. We've had professionals tell us if you, if you're going to sell DVDs, you can't shoot this way. You have to shoot this way. And we went against it. We did our own thing. Now, we're not experts. And then they took it back. And then they took it back because we were selling. We're not, we're not experts. We don't know what's going to work for you oh, guys. We just experts? know what worked for us. Well, no, like I'm not <laughs> telling you that like if you're an actual adult entertainer and you're watching this, I don't want you to get mad thinking that we're telling you you're doing it wrong. No, nah, man. What works for you may be awesome for you, but it didn't work for us very well. That's all. Like we all have our own way yeah. of doing things, right? And if you do it your way... I think you'd be more successful than yes. if you're copying people because when you're copying people, you're not genuine. Yes. If anything, you're disingenuous. So I don't know. Hopefully that helps a little bit. I might try off with no faces involved on a tube site like Pornhub and see, you know, watch a lot of it. And here's the thing. If your faces are going to be involved, once it's out there, you can't take it back. You got to know that. Never will, put anything online. It will close <laughs> doors for offline. you at some point. Like. Your, your job could find out. Your family could find out. Friends could find out. It's crazy because no matter how hard you try and keep that genie in a bottle, eventually it'll get out. Mm -hmm. You just need to know that. If you're okay with it, great. Okay, moving along. Uh, Rebecca, was there something else you wanted? No. Okay, Rebecca uh, from last week uh, had said some nice words to us, so we uh -huh. said nice words back, and then she was like, oh, yay, conversation. So we have some more from Rebecca, which is awesome because we more love nice the conversation. Yeah. No, guys listening, take a note from Rebecca and talk to us because we'll talk back. Rebecca goes, I have a few questions for you guys. What are your favorite movies, music artists? Whoa. That's a lot. Favorite <laughs> movies. Okay, let's uh, try and give me one of your top. Oh, give me, Give me two movies that you, that you love. They don't have to be your favorites. Just two movies that come to mind. This is going to be an easier question for you because I forget titles all the time. She loves Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice is one yes. of her all-time favorites. Yes. I really loved um, A Star is Born. Uh, the latest one with Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga. It was amazing. It was um, I'm you, a geek. I'm a geek. So for me, I'm, I'm, I'm all up in Star Wars and uh, superhero movies because I, I refuse to grow up. Um, I see people that are in their 30s and 40s, and they're, like, all responsible and shit. And I'm just like, God, you're so nah. boring. Like, <laughs> have toys in your life, man. Nah. Deadpool. Have a Deadpool mask when you're a grown-ass man so you can put it on and scare the living hell out of everyone in your house, which I may or may not have done. Do not. So, um, I do not recommend that. <laughs> so, yeah, movies... I'm, I'm more into that sort of stuff. Like, we, we love pretty much everything. We watch a lot of freaking movies. Um, dramas, you know, pretty much everything. I don't, I don't know. It doesn't really help. Uh, for music artists, um, my wife loves reggae. Um, yeah, I'll always tell Spotify, just play me some reggae. Uh, or Johnny Cash. 
Um, there's this really great Spotify playlist that I'm obsessed with called Chill Beats. Yeah. There's two Chill Beats, so make sure you get the right one. It's actually made by Spotify. There's a different Chill Beats <clears throat> playlist that's made by somebody else. So if you tell your uh, your Siri or your Google Home or whatever to, to do that, it might grab the wrong list. So Yeah. Um, let's see. My favorite music, I'm all over the map, man. I... I love upbeat stuff when I'm working out. I love rock when I'm uh, working. And my rock goes anywhere from old stuff I used to skateboard to, like uh, suicidal tendencies, all the way up through classic rock, uh, like ACDC, shit like that. Um, I'm not really into the death metal thing. Uh, mm-hmm. It just wasn't my thing. I don't mind it when it's on. I just don't actually know anything about it or have any of it myself. And like B, I also love reggae. Yeah. Um, so I used yeah. to love System of a Down a long time ago. Oh, I haven't listened yeah. to them in a long time. It takes a lot of energy Surges. to listen to them. I, I love System. Uh, I love Nirvana, but again, it takes a like it takes a certain mood and yep. like <laughs> you can't be like any form of depressed if you can listen to Nirvana. We we showed her some pina coladas in one of our uh, one of our YouTube videos had pina coladas because we're in Mexico and she wanted to know how they tasted. They were amazing. Of in course. Mexico, I think she was talking about here. Uh, those pina coladas, I think I saw in video. Maybe we here. have pina coladas here too. Yeah, Both times are amazing, podcast. but pina coladas in Mexico are always better because Mexico. Mine are pretty good, but I cheat. <laughs> I get pina colada mix from well, the drug or from the drugstore, from the liquor store, and then I, there's one that's no liquor in it, and then there's another that's liquor in it, and then I just get more rum and just. Load up. Yeah, but we haven't done that since the celiac thing because we we have to read ingredients on literally everything now, which isn't actually a bad thing. It just makes you really aware of what you're putting in your body. Oh, and I put pineapple in once. It was great. That's cool. Uh, Let's see here. Brycey, how in the world do your boobs always look so amazing? I have the hardest time finding bras that push me up a bit without creating bulge. I'm a double D. I would love some advice. I feel your pain, man. I do. It's difficult to find bras that are, that don't have like, don't create like four boob look. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Pro tip, if they are going to create four boob look, just have like a low cut top. So it just looks like they're coming out. You know what I mean? And then it doesn't matter. So, cause you don't have a t-shirt going over top of them. Um, (laughs) I actually just bought this bra. This is my newest bra from American Eagle. Um, I can't remember what style it is, but they sell 32 triple D. So that's awesome. I can't. American I can't, Eagle's own uh, lingerie line, Airy. <clears throat> yeah, I can't fit into double D's. So triple D's is as small as I can go. Try one of those. Um, or the other brand that I really love is called Freya. It's a UK brand. Those girls have huge yeah. naturals. Freya's um, are expensive, <clears throat> but they're worth every penny. But they're actually not that expensive on F-E-R- Amazon. F E R Y A. F E R Y A. F-R-E-Y-A. Yes. They're not that expensive on Amazon, but if you're in the United States, you can go to a Nordstrom or like... Yeah, Nordstrom sells them. No, not sells them, but you can get like sized for them. And I thought you bought one at Nordstrom when we were down there. I don't know. Because it's UK, the sizes are different. So if you go to Victoria's Secret, they're going to size you at like 32 double D. Don't get sized at Victoria's Secret. There's your first huge one. Then let's go to 34. Let's go to 36. Why... Why are you upping my band size around my rib cage when the cups don't fit? That makes no sense. The only sense it makes is that you guys don't sell anything bigger than double D. Well, the girls that work at Victoria's Secret are generally teenagers with B cups. They don't make it, though, Jay. 
No, I know, but I'm that's what I'm saying. The, that's why they don't the, understand the whole. <clears throat> I'm not a fan chain. of Victoria's Secret, <laughs> um, but Freya makes everything down to like I think 28 rib cage, um, and then cup sized up to like J or something like that. Anyways, you're gonna go get sized if you've never been sized for UK sizes, and it's gonna blow your mind. It's gonna come back, and you're just gonna be like, "Excuse me, what?" Because you're used to North America. But American. then you're gonna try on the bra, and you're gonna be like, "Oh." Oh my God, my boobs fit. I have all the support for my rib cage, and my shoulder straps aren't digging in my shoulders, giving me a headache. Oh my God, it's amazing. So that's what I recommend. Guys watching this that just heard all that, <laughs> I bet you didn't know that women go through this struggle all, all for your enjoyment. For well, it's not for your enjoyment, but it sort of is. Uh, B and I have been together uh, 13 years in March, and I swear to God, guys, we'll be sitting there talking and I'll, like I'm all about eye contact and then she'll take off a shirt or she'll do anything and I lose my train of thought to this day every time, no matter what. Well, the boobs are pretty nice. So. The power of the boobs are um, it's off the chain. But my favorite bra is the Freya Deco. So grab that one if you're going to try Freya. Okay, so moving along, we've got another question this one comes from youtube from manifest yourself he says hey guys my question is this my wife and me are in the same boat she's like number one on x videos in india i'll just say that lol so i'm not sure if you're indian or if you're just talking about the x videos in india and they like what you guys do because each country obviously has their own niche that they're into uh so not that it matters i actually i read this and i went looking because i was like oh <laughs> i want to know who you are well, I but there is no the, well there is no number one chart like there's a what's popular today there's what's popular this week this month and all of those people they're all pro porn stars so i was like hmm. what chart are you looking at so maybe dm me that because i'm real curious we need to jump see. onto instagram <laughs> go to at bella pass B-E-L-L-A-P-A-S-S on Instagram and DM me because I'm really curious. And I won't share it with you. I, like, I won't put it out there for the world. I just, you know. He'll share it with me. I want to watch you and your wife, bro. <laughs> so, anyway, <laughs> what do you guys do uh, when you go to get cars or other stuff you need loans for? What do you say? I always say that we run affiliate marketing, but I'm just curious what you guys say. Or maybe if you have another business that you uh, confront with, uh, with be less out there. Or hell, maybe you just come out and say it. We'd love to know. Okay. Here's something that everybody in adult has to deal with. Everyone loves, pardon me. I won't say everyone. Most people love porn. They love boobs. They love sex. But a lot of people have social constructs around them, i.e. maybe their family's religious. Maybe they were raised religious. Maybe they're a school teacher. Whatever the deal is, they have something where they can't say what they like or that they like because other people may view them differently. Society is huge on that. When you go to get a car loan, a Plus house there's loan. there's the morality and thing. Yeah, I'm getting, I'm getting to that. Okay. Any single contract you sign when you get a loan, there's a part of it called a morality clause. Literally. If you've got your paperwork from the car you just bought or whatever, go and look at it. You're going to find it. <laughs> morality clause, what it is, basically, it stipulates that if you do something that the lender feels is immoral, they can call the loan. They can pull it from you. They can cancel it, nuke it. We've heard of stories in the States of people that were an adult losing their house because they'd have a mortgage. Oh, we've everything had is that good. Have lost their bank accounts. Yeah. And all of a sudden, boom, we've had friends. Yeah. Like be said where their bank found out what they did and their bank was like, nope, sorry. We closed your account, froze your funds, your SOL. And then they'd have to lawyer up to get the funds back. Cause you break the morality clause. 
that stipulates everything can be frozen. And you agree to that when you sign, mm -hmm. right? So how do you get around it? First and foremost, I would not ever tell you to lie. I would not ever tell you to do this <laughs> or to do that because I'm not an expert. Podcast clause. Podcast clause. Advice. Do not sue us. Um, <laughs> Please do not take it for professional advice. <laughs> here's, here's the thing. I mean... Working in adults is difficult because you are going to meet people and they're going to say, what do you do? Your neighbors, where you live, maybe in a condo, the people down the hallway, whether it's your neighbors in your neighborhood or like across the street, whatever. And if you say anything about adult, it's going to make the rounds around that area. I'm just, you should know that. We have friends that are very verbal with people and they tell everybody when they do porn. And I understand that works for them. But every time they tell me, I can't help but go, what in the, why would you do that? Why would you put yourself at risk? Why would you, because I've never seen good come from telling people you work in porn. I've only seen bad come from it because even though the dude, like put it this way, imagine my wife and I are out with another couple and I'm like, yeah, we work in porn. Instantaneously, that dude is looking at my wife differently guarantee you. And I'm going to probably guarantee that the wife no longer likes me or wants to be exactly. friends. Exactly. <laughs> because of these social constructs. <clears throat> Sometimes you might meet a couple that's like, oh, that's sweet. We want to do that. By the way, we're swingers. That happens too, but that's less likely. So what do we do? Well, we actually do have a business outside of adult. And so, you know, we say we do that because we do. It's not lying. It's, uh, it is legitimate. It's licensed. It, uh, it we works. have had friends also though, that like, this is the main one that our friends say is that they're affiliate marketers. Like you said, Yeah. because, um, you better be able to back that up. There are a lot of, a lot of websites that you can sign up for. Like I've even seen YouTubers sign up, um, for like share a sale, which is like, it hooks up websites like e-commerce websites with, um, bloggers or YouTubers and you get paid a commission for every sale that you make. That's, that's true. But I mean, you got to put yourself in the position of the banker. Let's say the bank manager calls you in and says, Hey, I've been noticing that you got all this money. I want to know where it's from. And you say, I'm a marketer. That's about as vanilla a term as possible. And, Somebody on the street, like a neighbor, might go, oh, okay, because they're not going to call you on that. But a branch manager will. Yeah. And they will say, what does that mean? Show me your sites. If Show me what you do. Like, they'll really go down on you. If you're self-employed, um, at least in Canada, to get, like, a loan or a mortgage or something like that, you have to have three years of... Three to five years of bank no, statements. No, it's just three years. Is it three? Three okay. years of... Not bank statements, um, income tax, showing that you're self-employed. Basically, it just says, you know, yeah. I have been making this money for three years. You can rely on me. <clears throat> but yeah, hopefully yeah, because that you don't... helps figure things out for you guys. Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, <clears throat> it is uh, a tough one to navigate. Well, when I say you, you, you should know what you're talking about because they might call you on it, is don't, if, if you're going to stretch what you do a little bit, Stretch it just a little bit. Don't go into detail or whatever. Like if somebody says, you know, what do you do, uh, Jay? And I say I work with servers. I'm able to actually follow through on that. If you start talking to me about technical server stuff, I can talk to you about technical server stuff because I do do that. Mm -hmm. Right? So I'm not going to be, they're not going to have any suspicion or anything. It sucks that we have to walk a line. It really yeah. does. Like we don't do what a lot of like... Some people are just on clip sites or some people are just on webcam. We actually build and maintain websites. Yeah. So we don't lie about what we do. We just leave out the part that it's nude exactly. <laughs> and adult. So hopefully that helps. Uh, okay, the last one for today. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, now this, 
I don't know that we can actually answer this, but you know, we'll try. Um, is this a long one? No, it's just a very, uh, it's, yeah, you'll. All right. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> firstly, I'm not against porn at all. I'm a frequent porn home visitor myself. But what bothers me is a specific type of porn that my husband, who is 39, watches. Mm. Almost exclusively teen porn, as in 18 and 19-year-olds. Sometimes the girls look a few years younger as they are often petite. He wasn't always like this. His porn habits used to be more diverse. But over the past couple of years, it's always teen something. I've also found him subscribed to a teen site in the past. I had diminished it as fantasy. However, I've been obsessing over this behavior, and some teenage girls we know, i.e. my friend's daughter, I'm having second thoughts. I feel like he's attracted to them. I can't tell when he's attracted because I've known him, or I can tell when he's attracted because I've known him for so long, and by the way, his behavior changes. He laughs a lot, for example, which I think we, mm. we all think yeah. it's a nervous tick. I feel uncomfortable leaving him alone with girls that age. For example, our babysitter, who is 17, I don't trust him to drop her off at home. Is it me overreacting? Why is he obsessed with girls that age? Now, I definitely have an opinion Ooh. on this one, but uh, what's yours? Well, I think the last part got me. I think the you not trusting him to drop drop her off is something completely different than just his fantasy over the teen category. You know what I mean? Like, do you actually think your boyfriend husband would actually put the moves on not only a teen girl but anybody else while he's with you you know what i mean <clears throat> yeah that's kind second, of second teen is like i think the most popular category in porn so no, it's not it's, just your husband it's like number six right now oh okay but no, it's always Pornhub up just there. released the updated stats it's always up there yeah it's not just your husband it is wildly popular and that's why a lot of porn is made of teen stuff or yep. they'll hire like girls that like sorry not girls they'll hire adult actresses and you know put them in plaid skirts or whatever to like throw make them pigtails look on <clears throat> there's that whole niche right now the whole daddy niche and everything else the sibling niche it's it's a big the thing taboo is completely different though. Big. <laughs> so um my personal thing why is he seemingly obsessed with it okay I can't speak for if it's natural or normal or anything like that. I'm not a doctor. I have no knowledge on that. Um, I think it, I don't know about you, but how old do you feel in your brain? Like your husband's 39. I don't know how old you are, but here's an example. I'm 42, but I don't think like a 42 year old. I don't feel 42 in my brain. When I think about things, when I'm talking with people, my inner image, if you will, is upper 20s area, lower 30s, like just in that vicinity. I used to look at dudes in their 40s and 50s and be like, that motherfucker's old. And now I am one of those guys, and I, I look old because I've got a beard, and it's white, but that's just you know because of my hair color, and it goes white instead of gray or anything. But I don't feel old. I don't, I don't identify as old in my brain. I don't, you know, nothing like that. So I think when he's looking at teens, it's not because he's a dirty old man. I think it's largely because his inner self identifies as a younger version. Maybe maybe his high school wasn't quite as popular as he would have liked, or his college he didn't quite get as much as he wanted. So by watching these teen girls, he sort of 
I don't want to say reliving that youth type thing, but maybe it makes them feel younger. I, I don't know if that makes any maybe. sense. It's, it's really strange because like I noticed myself how I used to also look at the whole teen thing as being hot. But as I've gotten older, it's not the same for me anymore. It's, it's really quite weird. When B and I shot with a couple of different girls and we were trying to decide who to work with, who not to work with, one of the girls we ended up working with looks quite young. And I was like, oh, this will sell great. This will be fantastic. Our members are going to love this. This will be great. We're going to do a threesome. <laughs> and you experienced where fantasy I experienced, needs to stay fantasy. I experienced where fantasy needs to stay fantasy. <laughs> because like when when I went downstairs uh, at the hotel we're staying at, when she showed up, because we were in the States at the time we are filming. Um, and like she's totally cool. We're still actually friends with her and her guy. Um, they're, they're great, great people. But when she showed up, I remember thinking to myself in my head when I met her face to face, Oh my, you look so young. Oh my God. Like I was instantly, I felt like the biggest perv. You can't even fathom it. I think she was like 23 too. Yeah. Yeah. She just looked young. Mm -hmm. So when it came to filming, like she was, you know, she's an experienced um, adult actress. So she was going through her role and she was doing fantastic. She was amazing. But I was having so much trouble because I was like, oh, I'm a pervert. Oh my God. So I don't know, man. You know I, what though? This might just be... What seems more likely to me isn't that he's like so obsessed with teens or, you know, you're worried about him going younger or something like that. It's I think this might like I think the teen category might just be the same as the taboo category. Stay with me on this. <laughs> the taboo category came out um, a few years ago and it was huge. Taboo is like stepsister, stepmom, like stuff like that. Um, yeah. But it's usually like in the family kind of thing. Um, and, you know, oftentimes adult films will not even say stepsister when they're conversing. No. <laughs> um, so leave out the it word just step entirely. makes it very, oh my God, very taboo. Yeah. And I think that in itself is a turn on. The, yeah, it's I'm not forbidden. supposed to be doing this. Yeah. Same reason that voyeur stuff sells. It's true. Same reason that like public stuff sells. I can see. It's yeah. just the I think so. we're told not to do this, and it, that that makes it hot. You know, that's why a lot of people that are like, you know, religious are fans. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I think that's it. Because I, you know, we're told not to do something, and that it's just the forbidden fruit. I don't think it's necessarily like something you need to be worried about in that specific category. I can I can understand that you yourself might be feel threatened by that because if all of a sudden I came across uh, Bryce's porn history and she was watching eighteen year old porn dudes, I might be like, "Oh shit, I'm too old for you. You're looking yeah. at the young guys." So I might feel physically threatened by that. But I mean, the thing you got to remember is that. Does he show up every day? Like, is he with you? Is he present in your marriage? Is he a good dad or whatever the deal mm -hmm. is? Is he there? Because, like, <laughs> I hate Louis C.K. for what he did to those people, but Louis C.K. has a joke where his wife says, do you fantasize about me? And he laughs, and he's like, what? <laughs> no, that's magic time. That's my time. I got to believe that you yourself personally, when you're going to have private moments, when <laughs> private moments, when you're going to you know, whatever. Uh, and your husband's not there. Are you masturbating thinking about him? I'm going to wager you're not. You're thinking about something else. Maybe it's Chris Hemsworth. Maybe it's something else. But the point is, it's not him. Mm -hmm. Now, if he found out, would he be threatened? Probably. 
because we're really fragile. Yeah, but even, it doesn't mean even you though love we're him we're big less. men, we're fragile. It, it doesn't would, mean it you're less that. attracted to him. Yeah, I think honestly, sex and porn is just like ice cream, in that you can have a favorite flavor and have that for the rest of your life, but there's absolutely nothing wrong with having a different flavor here and then, just like just in your porn consumption. Yeah, you know in, in your in your porn things... consumption, she's not suggesting going in. No. I mean, but even still, some people have open relationships and that works yep. for them. But life, you know, can get boring fast and spicing things up is fun, even if it's just in your fantasy. Like, I know a lot of women fantasize about um, getting gangbanged, but they would never, ever do it. There's a huge difference between fantasy and um, reality. And it's not even that, like, myself, for example, sometimes fantasize about gangbang. And it's not that anything about that specifically turns me on it's just honestly that it's taboo and it's totally different it's not yeah. something i would ever do and, and it's just that common... blip in time where it's just so different and it's hot and it's heavy and it's done and when, Pornhub, on. Pornhub just did the 2018 stats for what people are searching for and one of the most popular like in the top uh two three four categories for women the porn that women are watching lesbian is the number one but um yeah. gangbang is in the top three four and so is the rape fantasy thing that doesn't mean women want to be gangbanged or raped mm -hmm. it just means it's that letting go of control doing the taboo doing the forbidden and all that stuff so hopefully that helps on some level i wouldn't be worried about him dropping no. off the babysitter no that's just not gonna happen okay us us guys like to think we got our shit together but deep down we're still those dudes that don't mm -hmm. you know in a lot of ways so uh that actually wasn't the last we're gonna go speed round because these are real short oh, ones God. there were some things asked on instagram we did not touch on <clears throat> spectral apparel who's one of our friends he's a good guy says uh which gets you excited um which gets you two excited fastest brawn panties stockings bodysuit all nude the miss and i are on a current bodysuit uh, rampage. What gets us more excited? For me, stockings. Stockings kill me. They just <laughs> stockings. Oh god! Wow! Holy shit! Don't know why. Stockings and heels are just stockings. Well, he, stockings and heels always. But I know that heels hurt your feet. So whenever you have heels on, I feel guilty. <laughs> I feel like you're you're wrecking your feet for me, and that that takes a little bit bed, away from it. Unless it's just in bed, then it doesn't hurt. Nope. And then well, yeah. So then <clears> it's okay. What about I, you? What's what's what makes you feel the sexiest? Honestly, not really bra and panties because I wear those every day. Although I do really enjoy having sexy bra and panties on under my everyday stuff. That makes me feel great. Yes. Um, but I love lingerie uh, that can stay on. If you've watched any of my lingerie try on videos on YouTube, you'll know that that's. A, important to me because if I wrap the gift, it makes me feel sexy. I want to keep it on um, because it makes me feel different, you know, every time. Yep. I love body stockings though, because they're so movable. Like they move with you, you know, like corsets don't move with you, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, body stockings are awesome. I'm totally team body stocking. I get it. Okay. Uh, the pen 006, what color socks are you wearing? None. I am wearing um, black socks. I never like wear you're socks. asking me, right? Uh, Mike K. Matt says, "Will you come to the UK?" Winky face. Uh, yeah, Mike, I will. I've got your IP address. I know where you live. <laughs> Winky face. No, I'm just. <laughs> we we do want to go to the uh, to Europe at some point. Uh, we just don't know when. Uh, John Lee says, "Do you regret uh, taking this job?" I'm not sure which job you're talking about. If you're talking about adult in nature. Uh, there's, there's cons, there's pros, there's cons like any mm -hmm. job, you know? So sometimes yes. Um, would you agree? 
Yep. Yeah. Uh, Clayton Gray says, why don't you guys do actual porn? Not just blowjobs and single angle videos, but do you like browsers, digital playground, etc.? Either way, you guys are awesome. I, I feel like we talked about this. No? Well, we have, but he may not have seen it. Like, we'll get the same questions. I meant, like, this episode. Um, why we don't... You want me to handle? Yeah, go ahead. Why we don't do normal porn is because, uh, quite simple, the, the companies you listed, they're studios. We're also a studio, Bella Pass. So we do do porn like others do we just don't live in porn valley we don't he's talking about we pro yeah like well that's I'm, I'm, I'm getting to that we don't live down there it's just us we would rather do our own thing where we make 100 percent instead of going and working for other studios um more importantly we would rather film things that get us off yeah. and are enjoyable while we film them yeah. and you're forgetting that the pro porn sets like what you don't see i'm fine all right. What you don't see is a, like they're eight hour days to film that one hour or 30 minute movie. There's like five minutes of sex and then, oh, we got to change the lighting. Stop. Yep. Stop having sex. So it's very like, mechanical when it's how many girls porn. have we talked to that were like, yeah, I got into porn because I love sex, but I wasn't actually having good sex. It was like yeah. five minutes and then, OK, get into this other position. Oh, this this position doesn't feel good. Oh, but you're doing it anyway. Cause we're paying because we're paying you like we film what we film because it's pleasurable and that's it. Yep. Uh, Glitch Gear says, what's your worst customer experience, current profession or prior job? When? Oh, I, I could name yours. I could oh. name yours easy because I see it all the time. I could name yours easy. Well, let's do that. Let's <laughs> let's see. Let's have some fun here. Put uh, put 30 seconds on the clock. Um, what's, what's mine? Um, when you got a stalker because he was being faked and thought that I was being held hostage because this faker was con had convinced him that she was me when it was actually you know a teen boy in Africa and now you have the stalker saying I'm gonna come after you yeah I had somebody actually threatening to kill me and make me a skin suit because he believed yeah, that like I had her tied up and stuff daily multiple times a day just graphic <sighs> disgusting it was and you better terrible. believe we got uh, the FBI involved and put an end to it real quick but anyways uh yours what is yours yours i i feel like i'm going to be an asshole for saying this so if i'm saying this and you watching are one of the dudes that did this stop <laughs> shame feel shame okay so here's how it works uh, a guy will email a model and we'll say like hey i really like that set of shoes you have for sale um do you have anything in red or some whatever? And she'll answer back. Yes, I do have something in red. Okay. The conversation's over. Go buy the damn red shoes if you're going to have it. Instead, book report. And they start writing letter after letter after letter like, you're my new bestie. And it's not that, that she doesn't care because, you know, she's a very sweet person, but she's busy. She gets a lot of damn emails. Like her DM box can be anywhere from 2550 to 100 to 200 DMs in a day, depending on what we put on Instagram or YouTube that week. She doesn't have time to respond. And if you give her a letter and you're being super clingy, she doesn't want to respond. So guys that converse with models, try and keep it, try, try and match their response. If they write you three, four, five paragraphs, you're open to write three, four, five paragraphs back, you know, mm -hmm. have a conversation. But if she answers your question, don't go on and don't ever presume to know what she's feeling or thinking. Don't ever be like, oh, I saw this video. I know that you're hurting right now. I want to be there for you. Dude, no, don't. Just don't. <laughs> don't. Like if she asks for your help, that's different. 
But if somebody doesn't ask for your help, don't put yourself in their life like you know what they're experiencing. Pretty much, yep. Was that? Uh, I'm not trying to be hard on you. I'm trying to actually save you some embarrassment. Uh, so, okay, last one here. Uh, actually, there's one. Blue Eyes Girly says, what's your exercise routine? Ours has been eating pizza. But... <laughs> I'm being honest, but it's changed. Uh, we, because we're eating cleaner, we're actually taking our bodies more into account now. And, uh, we've been working out. I really pushed myself way too hard yesterday because I'm going to Routine, get buff. lift, heavy shit. There you go. Uh, Brennan Brower says, there's a video on YouTube explaining how you guys met. I haven't been able to find it. I was talking uh, about both of you to my girlfriend. I was trying to provide a backstory, but I really couldn't remember it. I love what you guys do. Uh, you make it, uh, Blah, blah, blah. seems really fun. Your relationship is great, et cetera. Um, and you seem like you're all best friends through it. Thanks very much. Uh, easiest way to get the backstory would be to go to ourbellalife.com forward slash about. That will give you a really detailed nice. as well as video links and things like that. Uh, short version, um, we met when we were both single. We met through a friend. We had no interest in dating each other or anything like that. We became friends. And then eventually uh, we, because there was no buffer or trying to impress each other we actually respected the other person so we actually started viewing the other person differently and then we became uh romantically involved we removed we moved in together and yeah um b was a coder i was a coder we ran other adult stuff when she wasn't a model and i was just a webmaster we got tired of watching some girls be incredibly lazy and make some money sorry to be blunt ladies and um b was like fuck it i can do this shit that's and, not uh, one we currently work with yeah it's no god no no people <laughs> we work with work and we appreciate you but we're talking like old network way back when and uh, then b was like i'm gonna do this too uh let's do it and next thing you know she's a model and she's made all of her own decisions to this day she still does there's the odd person out there that thinks oh i'm pimping my wife one you don't know what a pimp is clearly because she's not a prostitute nor an escort nor does she have sex with anybody but her husband and hot girls that she chooses um but yeah she makes all her choices every single one from yeah. day one till now, she decided when she wanted to go hardcore, when she wanted to do toys, she decides what she wears, what the shoot is, what the angle of the camera is. She literally breaks it down. <laughs> you do. I know. She breaks it down. <laughs> like, I'm not telling you uh, she's a control freak because she's not. She's just very dialed into what she I'm wants. I edit all my stuff. I upload all my stuff. Like, <laughs> I do. She wants it to look the way she wants it to look. Yeah. And I admire that about her. I respect that about her. It, sometimes we butt heads because we have a difference of opinion. But I never, ever tell her what to do. <laughs> when she asks opinions, nine times out of ten, I won't give it. Because I'm like, nah, man, I don't want to have a say in that. That's you. Because I think too many women out there don't understand they've got a, a, a voice you know mm -hmm. and they put too much weight in the guy's opinion so brendan if you're thinking about doing this with your girl make sure she calls all the shots doesn't matter what you think sells it matters what she's comfortable with and send us pictures and yeah if she's hot let's work together bra <laughs> we'll hook you up and get a sight in bella <clears throat> anyways guys that's all for today it is thursday december 13th i'm going to try and get this on right away for the patreons so if you're one of our patreons you're already listening if you are listening to this on saturday the fifteenth. You need to be one of our one dollar Patreons. Patreon.com forward slash pricey. Bing. Where you too can get your very own. Well, you get it early, right? You also get the stuff we can't put on YouTube. Yeah. There's lots to see. So uh, hopefully you're having a great week, weekend, whatever. We will be back with kick ass YouTube videos starting tomorrow. I've got a try on video going live on our YouTube channel. 
But what's weird is that if you're watching this on Saturday, that video is probably already online. Yeah, it'll already be online. So if you're one of our patrons, look for it tomorrow. If you are one of our patrons, you would have got it early. Look at it like that. So anyways, guys, have yourself a great weekend, week, whatever, and uh, hope you're happy and safe. Drop comments down below on YouTube. Let us know what you like, what you don't like, what you want to see more of. Yeah. And we'll do our best to ignore you. (laughs) Shout out to Reggie. Thanks, buddy. All right. Have a good one, guys. Oh, outro music. <laughs> I always forget. Terrible. Should we do a selfie? Now we got to take the selfie for the video cover. <laughs> <laughs>